श्री अशोक मेहता जी तुलसिया जी पोदास जी एंड सुशील केजरीवाल जी एंड द लेडीज हु आर वेरी ब्यूटिफुली कॉम्पेयरिंग दिस प्रोग्राम आई एम वेरी थैंकफुल टू ऑल द लॉयर्स हु आर प्रेजेंट हियर एंड टू ऑल द सहयोगीज हु हैव कम ऑल द वे to attend this program in Calcutta <coughs> it's so heartening that i find it difficult to express it in human words the way i message the vision that your founder must have thought of <coughs> i'm sure he must have been a realized soul himself apart from that he looks like confucius to me as confucius has talked of humanism in the same manner he has organized this beautiful organization of lions here but the name he has given lions is something so remarkable and so symbolic that as you know the goddess always uses lion as her vehicle that is the vahana specially used when at different levels she has to be compassionate as well as very harsh to the people who are trying to destroy humanity the lion is a great animal i don't know how many of you have seen a lion from close but it's such a majestic act when it dies in a forest the forest becomes absolutely desolate no bird would chirp you'll feel the complete silence in the forest because they think that our king has died now such a great catastrophe has fallen upon us who is going to protect us without the lion apart from that it's a very dignified animal it will not eat every day whenever he is hungry he'll go and kill some animal and eat after some time and after that he leaves that animal for other animals to eat that he never interferes with the people who try to eat his skin when he walks the way he looks around is so gracious and so beautiful is a very compassionate animal he is not ferocious at all but when he is hungry in the nature he has to eat the meat so he eats that and there should be no objection to that from vegetarian people <laughs> the compassion is so great that he allows all other types of animals to eat the animal which he has killed in the same way this lion word makes me understand that the gentleman who has founded this 
What's the name you said? Melvin Jones. Huh? Melvin, Melvin Jones. Jones. Melvin Jones. Mr. Melvin Jones must have been a great personality. And in his vision, he perhaps has seen that one day you might come to Sahajoga to understand <coughs> the working of this organization. Just like Confucius. Confucius wanted to establish a quality of people a category of people who would have a feeling for others, as we say in Samajikta, or the public-minded people. Mostly human beings are selfish, they live for their families, at the most they may live for some relations of theirs. But some of them are of a category who rise above that limited sphere and become conscious about the needs of the society. Now when we see somebody dying or getting drowned in the sea, we find somebody jumping to save that person. In that case, who saves is not that person. But the collectivity that is within this gentleman, he feels something of his part and parcel is getting drowned and he must save that part and parcel, so he jumps to save that. In the same way in the fire, in any catastrophes, when we find people dying to save others, we can explain that innately we are collective beings. Within us there is a collective feeling. And when this collective feeling is expressed in this manner, you prepare grounds for Divine to work through. Because Divine is something that is absolutely collective. For example, we see that ether is spread out everywhere and if I am releasing a lecture here, you may hear it even in London. This ether itself has a principle which can be enlightened. Every element has a principle or the causal which can be enlightened. And when that is enlightened, the collectivity within us, if it is enlightened also, it reacts and it helps and condoles, nourishes whatever a collective personality wants to do. Through Sahaja Yoga, what happens to you that you become a collective personality? You are, in a way, but in a dormant state, in a suktavastha. But when the Kundalini rises through you, you become a collective person who is enlightened about. In the sense, on your central nervous system, you start feeling another person on your fingertips, on your fingertips. That is a very good phrase also in English language, that on your fingertips you can feel yourself first of all, that is your own centers and you can feel the centers of another person. Now for that you need some decoding. What I am doing is just I am decoding it to tell you that this center means this, and this center means this, and this center means this. Now, all this works out spontaneously 
because it is a living process. Now we have become human beings. Who has made us human beings from the animal stage? What energy has made us this? We scientists must try to find out. If our attention goes to that, then we will realize that spontaneously it has worked out. Surge. It has worked out. Surge. We never even felt that we were coming from animal stage to this thing. And then the question must be asked, why are we human beings? What is the purpose of this very well planned evolution? We started from the stage of carbon to this stage. What was the ultimate? Where did we have to reach? And here we have to take advice or a course. To those great seers we have mostly in our country and in many other countries. According to the timing, people had to talk about. The times were there when they could not talk about Kundalini <coughs> because people were not so much in a receiving state. There was no so much maturity. There was so, not so much understanding. That's why you find most of the saints have been tortured, poisoned or killed. If you look at Mahamatha, he has said it very clearly in the Quran that at the time of Kayama, that is the resurrection time, your hands will speak and your feet will speak and they will give the witness about you. That means at the time of your last judgment, you yourself will be giving witness about yourself. Now when he talks about resurrection, he has talked for so many pages, but nobody wants to listen to that. What they want to listen to is that when the doomsday is going to come. Because of this kind of an attitude towards religion, that to use it to suggest that one has to be frightened for the doomsday and put this pressure on their head is a very wrong attitude. After all, this whole universe is created by God in His compassion and love. And it is more than anybody else. He is worried about His own creation. He is not going to allow it to be destroyed by any chance. Can you think of somebody who has created this beautiful uh, hall here? Would allow anyone to destroy it? If He has the power to stop it, He will go out of the way to stop it. So we have to understand that there is a very big power which is protecting this universe and all the goodness about it. Now it is difficult in these modern times, especially in the West, to talk about God because they don't believe in God. Without knowing much about it, they don't believe. Like I can say, I don't believe there is England. I can say that. I have not seen it. In the same way, they say we don't believe in God. But I think it is very unscientific to say, make such a statement. If you are a scientist, then you must have an open mind. An open mind that supposing whatever I am telling you is a hypothesis, then you have to see if this hypothesis works out, alright, then it becomes a law. But if this hypothesis is so, as a scientist, at least with all humility of a student, you must try to understand it and try to listen to it. Guru Nanaka has talked about it, Sahaja Samadhila. 
very clearly. I would say Guru Nanaka has done the maximum for us in this respect. Kabir Dasa has written all about Kundalini and everything. Like he says that uh, when the Kundalini rises, it breaks the epitome of your physical being, that is the Brahma Randra, and you go into a complete Nirvichar Samadhi. Clearly he has said it, absolutely clearly, there cannot be more clear writings than Kabira's. <coughs> but what human beings have made of all the incarnations, they have done the same to Sri Kabir and to Nanaksa. Like, I was surprised that Kabira worked in Bihar. And there in Bihar, he called Kundalini as Surati. They call tobacco as Surati. Just imagine tobacco, which is against, it's a virus. Tobacco is nothing but a kind of a virus, is a kind of a vegetable which has gone out of the circle of evolution. But he has put it Surati for Kundalini, while people use this word Surati for tobacco very openly. This shows how we have misused all these great incarnations and all their great teachings, and now People say, look at this, this is religion. What is this religion? It makes you fight. Is this religion that makes you do all kinds of nonsensical things? Is it religion that makes you sick? This is not the religion which was propounded by those great people. We should not bring bad name to them. We are doing a wrong thing just to use the word religion to bring really a juxtaposition religion on this earth. The religion is within ourselves. They also have said that unless and until you are a realized soul, you will not know what it is. Now I am reading my Gita, all right. Now you are reading your Gita, then what do you find? Now I am reading my Gita and I am leading a very good life and I am leading a very balanced life. Now what more mother should I do? It's a very common question from all the great intellectuals of our country. Now I say, you are a happy man? Yes, I'm a very happy person, I'm very self-satisfied and I don't want anything in this world. What good are you doing to others? Little bit, I do some good also, I give some uh, money, donations here and some charities there and all that. Even then, <coughs> if you are like that, even if you are thinking that you are doing little patchwork here and there, still there is something missing in your life. And the missing in your life is that, that your awareness is not yet complete. It's a human awareness. And human awareness is not absolute awareness. This is the point we should know. When we say we want to add quality work to ourselves, we should know what is the discretion to find out which is the right and which is the wrong. Now, we have no sense of discretion of that kind. For example, now I am standing before you, Mr. Mehta has told you of something about me, all right. But how do you know that I am not a fake person? I could be a fake person myself, or could be anybody could be a fake person, a bad person, wrong person, wrongdoer, whom you are helping. You might be doing some apatradan, also possible that you might be helping a thief or murderer, anyone. How will you know about it? Because your awareness, human awareness 
can go only on to mental level by which you judge people through a mental level he is well dressed he looks fine he speaks very softly he is very humble he is very kind that's not the point the point is you know it through your mental judgment superficially outwardly how will you know about a person inward because your attention is not inward you cannot penetrate into another person to find out how he is the absolute awareness only comes when you become the spirit when you become your, get your realization and you become the spirit when you are the spirit then what happens that you start feeling on your central nervous the centers of all the people who are around you and your own centers that's how you can say this is so this is now on a temple you go to now somebody says this is a swambhu temple how do you know it is a swambhu temple how will you judge it is a swambhu temple you see that there are some people sitting selling hashish and bhang in a temple and how are we to believe then we find that from some gurudwara somebody comes and murders someone then we find from the masjid people come and do all kinds of wrong things what is this then how is it that we have to believe in god and these confusions create an anti god feeling within you the reason is you are not at the absolute point and the absolute point is your spirit which gives you the absolute truth and there is no compromise in it no compromise i mean if somebody comes and asks me mother what do you think of such and such gentleman who is a guru or something i may not say anything about the person because you see that time is better to keep quiet but if it comes to the harming of the person i'll tell that person whether they like it or not openly that this man is a devil i have to do that i'm your mother and i'm not going to tell you lies there is no compromise like you will see in christ life when there was this mary magdalene who was a prostitute and christ has nothing to do with a prostitute he was an absolutely the purest and the holiest but when people started throwing stones at her he came up with that courage of truth and he stood before them and he said those who have not committed any sin can throw stones at me and they all dropped the stones this kind of courage only can come when you know that you are standing on the truth itself and the truth itself is a nourishing factor within us which nourishes us which gives us the real quality of genuineness that you believe in the truth there's no doubt about it because you see the truth acts it works and it loves this truth is in you through sahaja yoga you will find flows like chaitanya lahari as they call it or you call it as vibrations but you have to little bit know about them what are these this is the all pervading power of god that enlightens everything it will enlighten even a little lamp if you have you will be surprised if the enlightened light is there then you put a hand towards it supposing you are suffering from cancer take a position of cancer how will you find out you have cancer it's a yoga you can easily find out if you see when you put your hand towards the photograph you will find all these would be burning 
all these would be burning, that is, these centers will be all burning. That means in the void there is a catch. If you put hand to a candle, just to the candle, that's all in my photograph, of course, and you put your left hand towards the photograph and put your right hand on the Mother Earth. The Mother Earth will suck in that which is Jara in you, because she is the one who absorbs that. You put the hand like this and you can cure the cancer. Now you may think that Mother it looks very simple. It is very simple. When you go to the fundamentals it's very simple. The complications come later on. Cancer is caused, for your information, is by some sort of an attack from the collective subconscious. Now on our left hand side we have got our subconscious and a collective subconscious. Freud in his, I mean he was a half-baked person, absolutely half-baked. So in his brain I don't know what he saw and how he said it, but he said that we are nothing but our conditionings and our conditionings must be removed. And to him, left side, what we call as the Iranadi, he took as psyche. I mean it's all they are seeing from outside and absolutely so many things are missing, absolutely you cannot relate it to Sahaja Yoga. But I can say that whatever he calls psyche, let us say it is the Iranadi on the left hand side. Now this channel looks after your subconscious mind. Whatever conditionings you have are in that, plus beyond that is your collective subconscious. Whatever has done is there in the collective subconscious. Now when there is an attack comes from this collective subconscious, anything that is dead since the creation is there within all of us. So whenever it is attacked from that, what happens that it triggers, it triggers a person's uh, malignancy because the person is using too much of his energies. I would say this is my left hand and the right hand, there are two nadis, one is the left side and another is the right side. The left side nadi is the one called as the ira, this is the pingala nadi. So those who are right-sided are hard-working people who work with their physical and mental being and the left-sided are the emotional being. When they start using too much, the chakras are in the center, they get affected because they move onto sides. Because this is disconnected, we are disconnected from the whole. At that time you are vulnerable to any disease whatsoever but more so for cancer. At that time when you are too much active, or if you are too much crying tired, anyway, what happens that you move out from the main brain centers which are within us and you are lost because you become independent at that point. Then from the left, it is always from the left. Cancer comes always from the left. From the left, the attack comes. Now, what do you do? You put a candle. Put your hand towards it and put your right hand on the Mother Earth. So what happens? The attack that has come by the entity which they call in the, you see medical terminology is always little vague, 
like they say that it is protein 52 and protein 58, but we call it in our languages as bhut, as something that is dead, that was created in a way that died, but it is still existing in the sub collective subconscious. And the hand will start showing you, you will be surprised that the candle will go on flickering. It will make also sound, cut, cut like that. You can see it clearly happening. And then the cancer is given. Now it looks too much. I went to a cancer hospital the other day to see some patient there. This fellow had a galloping cancer. He had a bone marrow cancer. So I told him, was there any accident or anything? They had forgotten about the accident and just remembered, yes, there was a serious accident. I said, that's how he got it. In the, when you get a shock, you are thrown on to the collective subconscious. It might be through somebody who mesmerizes, somebody uh, who tries to give you some sort of a mantra or could be some sort of a wrong uh, guidance in religion. We call it anadhikar chishta. We can say the unauthorized uh, behavior of someone can, towards God, can cause this problem that you are sucked into the left subconscious and you get it. Now, if your attention can be brought in the center, that is lost, that is finished and that's gone and you are cured of your cancer. It's not a difficult thing to do. But in that, now the gentleman whom I went to cure, I saw him and I said he's not curable and he's going to die very soon. The reason is when I had met him before three, four times, I told him, you better take your realization. His wife took it. But he was an intellectual, he used to always argue with me. He said, how can it be possible? How can it be that easy? I said, supposing, I say here is a diamond and you can have it free. So will you, will you refuse? You'll take it. You'll definitely take it. Not only you, but people from Australia will fly out and take it. In the same way, if I'm saying, it is so simple. Why don't you accept? He said, how can it be simple? It should be difficult. Which one should pay for it? I mean, just imagine, how much are you going to pay for? This is the concept that is in the intellectual mind, that the one who makes you work hard, uh, makes you run about, and also takes a lot of money, is the real guru, is a real man who can give you what you want. It is a spontaneous living process which I but he would not accept. He was just arguing and arguing with me. And he said, no, no, it, can, it cannot be that simple. I'm reading Gita. And in the Gita, there is no mention of Kundalini. Naturally, that was not the time. Krishna talked about it in the place where there was a war on. And he was talking to Arjuna. There was no time to talk about Kundalini. So he didn't talk about it, but he did say that you are to be born again. You have to become that. He suggested that. But when Ganeshwara wrote the treaties and he translated Gita into a simple Marathi language, he has in the sixth century, in the sixth chapter, very clearly, pointedly, absolutely, substantially said that it is the Kundalini which is going to solve the problem. He said it. Now, when he said that, the people who are in charge of religion said, six chapters you are not supposed to read. You are not supposed to read. So people were so misguided, they said, 
oh God, then this is not to be read. So people used to paste paper on the sixth chapter and read the rest of the Ganeshwari. This is a very common experience of Maharashtra. Then another side came against Kundalini was these foreigners who came to this country, especially the Germans and all. All their attention is Adhogati. As Krishna has said, that the human awareness always goes downward. In the brain, you have got the roots of it. So the Western ideas are all towards Adhogati because they do not want to ascend. They have no idea of moksha. They have no idea of self-realization. The Adhogati is so much today. It is so self-destructive that 65% people in that great America are schizophrenic. And they go to a psychiatrist and they are very proud of it. They will tell you, I went to a psychiatrist, I paid him so much money and I, I uh, gave him so much, so many dollars. They are very proud of it. I said, in India, if somebody goes to psychiatrist, he will never get married. <laughs> I mean, we have innate we are so wise through our, perhaps maybe because we are such an ancient country, through our seers and all that, we do not think that to be uh, psychologically disturbed is something great to be proud of. Everything is upside down. They are like antipodes. There is nothing to learn from them. If you see their ideas, you will be shocked. Now I have lived there and I feel that this country is not only a yoga bhumi, but the people who are born in this country are real yogis, must be the great people of great Pune. Otherwise, why these people could not be born here? There are some great people born there also, but they are hankering after India. When they come to India, they touch the Mother Earth and put it to their head. They can feel the vibrations. We are not aware of what we have got. Where are we born? I, the other day only I read about Ravindranath Ji, who wrote a beautiful poem about that the mother of India is now awakened. Come to the shores of India from everywhere. Such a great poet has written about Sahaja This Calcutta itself is a very great place where Devi had come and is what we call according to our Sahaja is the center heart here, the sternum bone of the universe is the sternum bone of the universe is in Calcutta, of the universe. Now so important is the sternum bone within us. If you are doctors you will know that till the age of 12 years all the antibodies are created in the sternum bone. And afterwards these antibodies go all out in the whole being and protect us. Now in the disease of AIDS what happens that the antibodies are absolutely weak because they are committing sin against the mother. Here resides the Jagadamba, the Durga, the Devi and that is the place for Calcutta. So you can imagine what an important position you are in. I always used to feel that once I could somehow or other approach the people of Calcutta, I can manage India very well. And first time when I came, I have come here many a time. You'll be surprised in a big hall there was one single gentleman sitting who also ran away after two minutes. <laughs> I think I approached the wrong area. But we had advertised, we had done the same way as it is. But it's my great fortune that I've been able to meet the lion's people who are just there 
to take up the Shakti, the divine Shakti within them. They are just a special category of seekers, a very high quality of people. Now with this Sahaja Yoga, what will happen? You will not feel you are doing anything. Now supposing this is my hand, I know, and this is my hand, I am aware of it, in my collective consciousness, then what happens? I know this is my hand and I am not helping my own hand. It is, if it is paining, I am just rubbing it because this is my own hand. So with this happening, what happens? That you feel, who is the other? Who is the other? Whom am I helping? Whom I am trying to help? So the ego part, the compartment that oh, I am trying to help that person. I am trying to do that person. I've seen people who are known for great social work also. And they have got peace, prizes, this, that, big, big prizes. But such ego that I've seen them jumping from here to there and there to there for a little thing like a suitcase. That means inside there's nothing. I've seen people in the United Nations and all that, those who talk of peace, there's no peace within. Those who have no peace within, how can they give peace to anybody else? Peace foundation, peace this thing, peace, peace. How can you have? Is there peace within you? Everyone has that area within them where they can enjoy their peace and their satisfaction. That is to be felt. That is to be aware of. In Sanskrit we can say to be with from where the word Veda has Prabodha, the Bodha, or we can say that Jnana, the word is used, is nothing but what you know on your central nervous system. You feel the peace within yourself. The whole turmoil is there and inside you feel that peace. You are not disturbing. Like you are standing in the water and there is a wave of water coming and going and there are waves and waves coming then you are frightened of the waves. But supposing you reach a stage where you are in the boat, you can see that and you are not disturbed. This is the stage to be achieved. And this stage you can achieve it because it is within you. It is just like this instrument which is before me. Now it is already, it has also got something to connect. As soon as you connect it, you see the fantasy of fantastic uh, behavior of this instrument. In the same way, God has made you a great instrument. And this instrument, when it is put to the mains, starts working dynamically. Not only that it gives you energy, it gives you health, wealth, because Lakshmi Tattva is awakened in you. It gives you all kinds of prosperity. But you don't become like a mad businessman. No. Neither you become like a greedy uh, rich man. But you become a satisfied person. And that satisfied personality brings forth all kinds of fruits which are not thought of. If you believe that God is Almighty, I don't have to convince you. But even if you don't believe in it, why not see it? Why not feed it? Why not take advantage of it? You see, even a Prime Minister comes in, everybody wants to run and shake hands with him. But I say it's very easy to shake hands with God, why not do that? And when I say that, I mean it. It can happen to all of you because you all have got that power within you. All of you can get your realization. 
all you all of you can achieve that state and then already you have an organization great organization like lions where the energy will start flowing you will help people you will do everything for them but you will never feel you are done you will say it is done it is happened and the amount of help you will get from all the sources of the divine you will be amazed how things are working out there's only one thing as you have mentioned to me that you have raised the eyes for cataract now in cataract case the thing is it is a dead tissue as you know it very well so by sahaja yoga you don't develop it it's at the prevention level that sahaja yoga helps you just don't develop any diseases to begin as uh, your chairman was saying to me that they are thinking of having a school in the school and also uh, they want to start it at that place where there are children and i think that is the best idea so the children don't get into any troubles they become realized souls and they can help you this is the best idea is to give it to children but even to other people if you give them realization they cannot get into diseases they cannot get into mental problems and the whole personality will be awakened in such a way that you will know that you are part and parcel of the whole. You will be so secured, you will be so satisfied, you will be such a happy person. And this is what is the purpose of your life, is to become the Spirit. This is the purpose of your life. Now the questioning can be many. With the mental activity people have too much questioning. Like in England especially or other places they ask me, Mother, why should you do it? I said, you better do it, it's a very good idea. Because, you see, to do this, I have to run about too much sometimes. You see, I have to neglect my family also. It's better you do it. But supposing this is what is my lot, I have to do it. What is the objection for that? Is all the kind. Funny thing about it is that it's such an ego in human beings to accept someone that the another person can do something. But when I am doing it, I am not doing it anything, it is actually you will be doing it. Once you get it, you will be doing it. Like one candle which is enlightened can enlighten another candle. What is this candle has done? Nothing that another candle was ready, it has enlightened them. Like this many candles can be enlightened. What one candle has done is nothing. But this is something which hits people and they do not want to have that kind of But if somebody tries to mesmerize them, takes away their freedom, then they completely empty their purses to that person. But if somebody says, you cannot pay for it, you cannot purchase me, nothing of the kind, you better become something. So the second problem comes in when I say, you have to become something. Because it is you who has to become. It is you who has to gain. And in that portion only people fail that they have to little bit work out themselves after realization. Before realization you don't have to worry. The seed can be sprouted easily. But after sprouting it is to be looked after and that is where I would say you have to put in a little attention to that. But if it solves all your problems, all your future, all the progeny, all the humanity, why not do it? I am very thankful to you all for inviting me for this beautiful function here and I want to thank you all the people to give me such an opportunity. 
I never knew that I would have to face lions one day. I wish I had known it before, but I always felt that this lions is something rings in my ears. I've spoken to Rotary clubs, but of no avail. And <laughs> though I said Rotary itself is a word is chakras. Rotary itself words come from chakras. And I had great hope, maybe after you have achieved something, they will also come round. Also, their aims are the same as yours. Of course, from Rotarians I have got Dr. Talwar himself, which you can see very clearly, and there are many people who have come. But all of you should get it because it is your own. It's inside your own, the whole property, the sampada is within you that you have to have. Only thing what I am doing is to give you the key. That's all is my job. I hope all of you will have that much wisdom and that much understanding about Sahaja Yoga and that you all will get your realization. May God bless you all.